Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Yo, what is up, everybody? Project Atachi here. And you are listening to the GZ Chop Shop podcast, your go-to podcast for everything gaming and tech related. And, whew, oh man, we are going to make some people very, very upset with this one. <laughs> um, Starfield's out. And uh, I know... I'm just going to say it. The only people who seem to actually like this game are people who have never played No Man's Sky or Star Citizen. Because it's the exact same concept, only somehow worse. Somehow worse. Yes. How you manage to, I don't know how they pulled it off. How, how, how did they release a game less complete with less things to do and more barren shit than No Man's Sky on release and people are still happy about it? Granted, it's not like it's getting, you know, high reviews. It's getting pretty, like, it's getting positive reviews, but like 80%. What is it on Steam? I think it was like 83% positive reviews. It's not doing uh, 73 terribly. 73 right now. 73 right now. Okay. Um, but you cannot. No, no gamer can, can seriously sit here and say that this game has done anything that any other big space game hasn't done. They they promised innovation. They literally promised a space game like no other. And they did not deliver at all. They just gave us another space game. They just gave us I, another space game, but by Bethesda. I like Bethesda. I like the Bethesda formula, but it's the it's it's because of Elder Scrolls that I like Bethesda. It's because of the ridiculous glitches and, and, and everything that comes with Elden Scrolls. I like Bethesda. Otherwise I don't like Bethesda. Fallout is mostly fallout has like three good games. It's a great story. It's a great idea, but their last couple of fallouts weren't that great. And then they come out with this, they hype it up. They make it look like it's going to do what star citizen and no man's sky wants to do but can't it's supposed to be the future of space gaming and it absolutely was the opposite and it blows my mind that people are defending this game and and this isn't even about attacking microsoft like 
don't promise a game and then put the game out and the game is nothing that you thought. Did you see? I don't I don't know if if you've played it. No, I, I want to be very clear. I have not played it. But look, if you haven't, for anyone who hasn't played, at least go on and like look at the uh, just look at videos and stuff of the menu screen when you go in and out of space and you try to go in in through planets and, and stuff like that. It's pretty convoluted. There, there's no real animation. There's no, you're not really doing it yourself. It's not a space game. It's a lie. You know what? You know who pulls this off better? Destiny. When you fly your ship and you leave the planet and you go to another planet, Destiny somehow manages to do it better. And Destiny's not even an in-space game. It's just a you just go to other planets in specific spots, but you're not actually flying around space. And Destiny somehow makes it look better. This game is had they not promoted the game the way they did and they just said, "Hey, XYZ and they were honest about the game. There would have been way less complaints about the game, but they oversold it. That's the problem. They definitely did. Yeah, they they, they definitely said did. things that weren't true. They got everyone's expectations high and then they released a game that was no better if not worse than when No Man's Sky first released. I'm going to <clears throat> That's where they messed up. I'm going to play devil advocate on Bethesda's half and say, I don't think they themselves overhyped it and they themselves oversold it for their marketing. They were pretty basic. They had like one ad that was running on where I saw it, YouTube and other streaming places. They had like one ad that they were running. Didn't say much. It just was like basically explore how you want kind of thing. And I was like, that's your basic video game ad. I think the problem comes from every other game Bethesda's released. They've, they've pretty much done the same thing over years. They play that one ad. All the fallouts have done it. Skyrim, when it was at its peak, did it. We all know Bethesda runs a commercial for their games. We know this. What happens now, what happened now is Bethesda is under new leadership. They're owned by Microsoft. And in this regard, it was the Microsoft community that overhyped the game. If you look at what Bethesda did, Bethesda has done nothing different than what they've always done. But this is their first game. Well, not their first game, but their first big name game, their first triple triple a rpg single player to come out under their new microsoft leadership it was the fans that overhyped and oversold it because if you go online and you see where all this comes from it is always coming from the fan base specifically not even the pc because and also this is an argument that was irking the heck out of me starfield is not an exclusive it's a console exclusive which is a very different very different thing people say well what, what does that mean this PC? it's available on pc to be exclusive means it is available mario is exclusive zelda is exclusive spider-man the second one is a timed exclusive there are different types of exclusive 
And a lot of people are getting this confused. They're like, yeah, this is an Xbox exclusive. It's a console exclusive, meaning it goes to one console and no others. But it is also available on PC. There's a very big difference there. Remember that. Um, And it was the Xbox community that was overhyping it because they were so determined for whatever reason. They've been very determined to rub in everyone's faces that Bethesda is now under their umbrella and they're coming out with this game that's going to be the top game of the year. And it was going to do all these amazing things. And oh my gosh, everyone else is going to be a sad boy because they can't play. And I want to be clear, the Sony fans and the top and the Xbox fans are equally toxic. And I say that as a gamer who's playing. Oh, no. It's They're wild. both terrible. It's wild. As a matter of fact, you and me game on 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 more than one game between uh console and PC and we had recently determined that PC players are way more chill and fun to to be around yeah. by a huge margin than yeah. console players. Console players it's like playing with a bunch of teenagers and it doesn't matter how old they are or anything. It's like playing with a bunch of just shitty teenagers. Yeah. They're and not we even noticed fun that to difference play with. just in how they're, just, they're mostly <clears throat> annoying. Yeah. And we noticed that difference and just loud. in how they interact with us in games. But then like PC players for the most part have are they're just enjoyable <laughs> even yeah. if they're not funny, they're just chill. And we learned that from Elden Ring of all games. <laughs> with invaders uh, the, the, just the it's a whole different different breed but the xbox well, like community, we're just shitty about other things like if a game really sucks we're really shitty about how much that game sucks yeah. and if you're gonna talk pc we're gonna be really shitty about the pc when we realize you don't know what you're talking about because you yeah. bought a 380 but with an i3 and you somehow thought that that computer was going to do amazing because you had a 3080 yeah but you got and it i'm also either. shit like that like we'll, we'll be elitists about that but I'm in also, game uh a firm believer that a lot of people regurgitate what they hear about pc specs without fully understanding what it means especially when they're trying to prove a point when like a developer says oh our game is not at 60 frames per second now and then someone's like oh yeah your game's not running it i'm like do you understand what that means <laughs> or are you just regurgitating that because that's what everyone I, talks about? Oh, you you heard it from I one streamer. I can't get mad. <laughs> so you're just regurgitating, but you know the <clears throat> these numbers to sound intelligent. You just yeah yeah. I know I know you're defending Bethesda, and I I'm glad you're defending Bethesda to an extent because I do like the company. I like their games for the most part, especially Elden Scrolls, but. Elden, Elden Scrolls. I was Elden like, Scrolls. this is the second time you said Elden Scrolls. <laughs> you know, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Scrolls. That'd, Elden be a, Scrolls. that'd be a hell of a mashup. But uh, it's, I just don't, I, I, I don't understand how they had all this time to make this game and they, they could have learned from No Man's Sky and their failures. Not, you know, No Man's Sky learned from itself because over the years it turned into a really great game. But you had all the time in the world to learn from that, the failures and and the 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 successes of No Man's Sky. So I don't understand how they still made a Bethesda game. Another Bethesda. Like I don't understand it. <laughs> um, That's what it's not a seventy dollar game. 
It's no. not. No, and we have someone, uh, Yuli, who he actively played the game. So anyone, have any of you guys actually played the game? Yes. One of our guys Yuli has played, played it game. so much. I have He's, demoed yeah. it. I've demoed yeah. the game because I was not about to fucking buy that game for $70. I think he, my understanding was he kind of did the same thing. Oh, he got it on Game Pass. That's no, he got it on Game Pass. I demoed so he it. He got it, on, he got it on, uh, on, on Xbox Game Pass. Or no, he got on Game Pass on the PC and he played it on there. He doesn't have it. Yeah. But anyways, he's been very vocal about it and very unhappy. And he's pretty easy to entertain, at least for a little bit. The thing about Yuli is if, if you can't, if you're unable to entertain him for 30 minutes to an hour, you are the problem because you can give him a few shitty tools and he'll have a blast for about five or six hours half a day maybe and then he'll get bored he gets bored really easy but he'll he'll have a good time for a little bit and he'll do a bunch of shit but when he is so upset about something and so bored that he says he needs to completely mod a game for it to be enjoyable that's when you know it's a bad game and and just to show you where the bar is to entertain yuli satisfactory had that man in a chokehold for like a week it had us all in a chokehold and it has minimal combat. So the bar to be entertaining the Yuli is not high. It's not really that high. And if Starfield could not do it, that's the, yeah, Starfield is the problem. Now there's stuff coming out and people are building these cool ships. And I'm like, that looks cool. Someone built Bubba Fett's ship. That's the ships cool. ships do look pretty cool. But I think that's where they put all their effort. Because the other games we mentioned, No Man's Sky and Star Citizen, that's what they're missing. So it looks like Bethesda focused on what they're missing to be their selling point. And, you know, I know I know people people really hate on Star Citizen. Um, I don't blame them because Star Citizen early access for 10 years, early access for 10 plus years. Uh, you can purchase ships with real money and then rotate. Yep. I think you can purchase what one one ship at a time. And then oh no no no! You can buy all the ships you want. Oh, your I thought it was just pack, one. Your pack to start is the one. Oh, okay, okay. That so, single ship, right? But if you but uh, but if you, you can purchase with money, and then you keep all the ships you purchase, and you with keep money, all right? those ships you purchase. So, so here's the thing: like, white. hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Star Citizen is definitely a game for nerds with money. If you're not a nerd and have lots of money, like fuck you money, 
then Starfield is going to be, it's going to be, or Starfield, Star Citizen is going to be a lot of fun for a little bit, but then you're quickly going to realize how grindy it is to get any of those ships and the resets are going to piss you off. Yeah, the world and resets. I'll, de- I'll defend Star Citizen on this. The game is buggy. It's hilariously buggy. However, unlike No Man's Sky and Starfield, you really can go anywhere the fuck you want. It is a huge ass world. It is quite literally, what is it? Like, I don't even know how many star systems are in that game with planets, but it's a lot. And you're talking Star Citizen? Star or no, Citizen. No star Citizen. Um, <clears throat> and you can go to any of those planets. Any of those rocks and you, you fly the whole way. There's no delayed animation. Like you, you can get pirated. Literally you can do anything and you can go to any part of any planet. And there are so many jobs. It has its own economy for crying out loud. It's own economy. A mining company. We became miners. We became miners. We became, and then you watched uh, me blow up on the other side of the planet (laughs) because I mined a rock wrong and my body flew. And then it was a whole thing. And then I think you got attacked by pirates after that. So and that, that's Star Citizen. That's I was, that's I was pretty Citizen. mad too. That that, that dude, I don't know if if y'all do play Star Citizen mining. Quantanium. Quantanium is not something that you do because you have money. <laughs> no. You do no. it because you're really poor and you need money. You do it because you're poor. And you want money to buy that cool ship that you're only going to keep for three months. And, and it costs a lot of, and it, and, it, and it pays well for a reason. Put it that way. But the game is so big, it has its own economy. So I can at least say that in its own way, Star Citizen is successful. It has things about it we don't like. Uh, and I do think it's a little scammy with with the. It's it's a little shady with the purchasing that you can do with the ships. But then again, you get to keep the ships. I could do without yeah, the resets that the game has life. sometimes when you. But overall, it's My a fun M2 game. Hercules is gone. <laughs> you, overall, it's a fun game. And the ships are pretty damn cool. Like the ships that you yes. can get are damn cool, the, especially yeah. the fighters and the freighters. Very cool. But you, you can't freighters. build your own, though. Not that I'm unless they add that in the future. Can't build your and own. That's where you know Starfield comes in. You 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 can build your own um ships pretty yeah, much so, and build whatever you want. And I think that's really cool. I gotta is. admit, I think that's a really cool feature. Not many games that I can think of do that. That's something that a lot of Starfaring gamers have wanted for years. Well, let's I'm surprised be realistic no though. Like, it. like for a console game to have servers big enough, like would they be able to have servers big enough? To, to deal with the server's ne- size needed to maintain something the size of Star Citizen. Um, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if there's a... I wouldn't think there'd be a difference between PC exclusive games and then, like... I think they could because the Star Citizen could, is basically a privately owned game that is, is entirely crowdfunded. Yeah. So maybe if it had, like, bigger servers... I don't know, I don't know how that stuff works. Yeah, at Microsoft with Microsoft as a backer. I was trying to suggest that it might be a little unfair to ask for a game of that size. Absolutely, and, and I don't even think we don't even you don't even pay a monthly fee for Star Citizen. Surprisingly, unless you want to, like, like quite honestly, I'm very surprised you there is no like World of Warcraft style monthly fee. Yeah, you can because it play, makes sense you, to me. It makes sense to me to pay monthly for World of Warcraft because they maintain yeah. those servers and they're um, the most, like they're. They're good servers. They're top tier servers. Well, like you said, nerds with money. 
Nerds with money pay so, Star Citizen for those ships. We're talking $100 real money. So maybe that's what's... <laughs> because they've come out with new ships all the time, and people are like, I need that ship. Dude, dude, the amount of people I've like talked to in, in Star Citizen, like the random people I would talk to, and they were engineers or IT working at fucking tech firms. Like none of them yeah. had shitty jobs. Like I'm over here. I'm a nurse and I'm like, I don't belong here. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I'll take the small ship. That's free. I don't yep. think I should be here, but yeah, I mean, and, and you know, who's to say I, 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 I'm not, I can't say I'm surprised with Starfield, but just like no man's sky, they have a chance to turn things around. And the they might. It will not be free. And, and that's the thing. No Man's Sky did it for free. For free, No Man's Sky said, you know what? You're right. We said X, Y, Z. We promised this and we did not deliver. Boom. And then they turn around and deliver. Which tells you how much money they raise. Because unless all of those people. Now, I'm not saying that those people that work on it don't love their craft to will be willingly working on it for free. But that is a high demanding task. Doing anything for a game is not easy work. So they must have raised a lot of money that they're still able to be paid for their work to outsource or pay. However, it's getting funded. Because. And and people are now buying fresh copies of No Man's Sky, but I don't think enough of that equates to what it costs to release all these updates. They, they just released another update. Like the space combat took another leap forward. The worlds are becoming more lush and full of life. They introduced a robot species, new weapons, new new things for base building. That game is extensive. And my favorite experience, and it, it looked good on the first version. Now I have the PlayStation VR 2. And No Man's Sky VR is phenomenal. Like it feels like it like it seems like it would be kind of uh buggy because it's such a big universe. And it's online. It seems like it would be a little buggy and it's not not from the first one. It wasn't even buggy. Um, when I played all via the PlayStation VR, the first one, it was a little blurry in spots, um, but it was you could tell that they put the time necessary to make it work. And in the VR, too, it's just like. You know, for the sake of sounding like uh, <laughs> the Keanu Reeves, breathtaking. It, it's it's it, No Man's Sky, in my opinion, is still at the pinnacle of a space game. From 2016 to almost in like three years to almost 10 years later, it's become a valid space game. And I just wish they would create a world that had a city like Star Citizen, that's where Star Citizen has my draw. They have a populated world with cities that you can visit. You might not be able to walk the whole planet, but it's yeah, those, enough. Those cities there. are pretty. Those those cities take a whole half day of my actual day to fucking walk across too. Yeah, it's Art it's Court like eight. I have to actually look at the subway sign. I got lost multiple yeah. times trying to find my way around. It's ridiculous, man. I, I, and I love that. Like you had to read the subway signs to figure that was out. Annoying. How to get to the that was annoying. That, I'm like, this isn't New York. What are we doing? 
<laughs> fucking got <laughs> lost in the game trying to fucking get back to my ship. I think but we had a funny. mission where you 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 had a bike and I was trying to pick you up outside in the freighter without getting shot down by the security system. <laughs> it was, but that that's what we loved about Star Citizen. Star Citizen motivated me to get a a, a joystick for piloting, yeah, just so we could. Survive I will say, the like, like piloting those ships in Star Citizen in space is no joke. Like it is incredibly difficult to do, even with a mouse and keyboard. I certainly I like, could nope. not do it. I certainly could not do it on on just a controller. Nope. And I mouse had to get, and keyboard I had to get a was friggin' hard, dude. And and I've been doing this for a long time. And I I ended up almost getting the one you said you got because you said it made such a big difference in your flight. Like your your, yeah. your flight capabilities. And that's what most people told me is like you had to basically had to get one if you actually wanted to play Star Citizen. See what I mean? Star Citizen is a game for people with with money. <laughs> yeah, because I had to get the whole setup. I got the pedals. I got the 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 throttle, the joystick. I'm in the middle. And- like like you got to dedicate yourself to Star Citizen, man. Yeah, but um, but I think Starfield will improve. Unfortunately, it will not improve for free. Uh, I I still am going to cut Bethesda half the slack because it's a Bethesda game. You got a Bethesda game. The fans are the problem in this regard of why it's failing. And I'm another point I'm going to prove before we wrap up the show. Um, there's an account. This this account we won't give the name of the account. They don't deserve this clout. But there's an account on X, formerly Twitter, that irks the hell out of me and Warners, and <laughs> because they just see no wrong with microsoft and anything that microsoft does and this account went on and they were begging people to give starfield a good review because the playstation fanboys were giving it bad reviews and people had to call it out and go uh no because unless we buy the game we can't review the game literally you have to own the game to leave a review via steam via xbox there's only two places you can get the game and no one's going to go. Where else are we going to drop a review yeah. for this game? You you can make a bullshit review on Google, I guess. But otherwise, like Steam doesn't care about that. So if you're playing this game on PC, you have to buy the game to make a review. They don't let you. And why do they do that? To prevent review bombing. To prevent review Because bombing. what did I say not too long ago? People use the term review bombing and that's not even what's happening. They're just throwing that word out there now whenever they don't see the results they want. That they want. And it's like the, now they had to justify their $100 purchase for a game that everyone was saying. They spend $100 for any game. Yeah. $70. And, and, and we're starting to push saying, it. Like, hey, it's probably not going to be that great. At, at, $60 at was pushing it, man. Don't even so, get me started on Call of Duty's bullshit recently. Oh, oh man. My God, dude, I'm gonna get that, that's a whole episode in itself. But I, I, I just want to end this and say, play the game. If you like it a lot, a lot of people love it. A lot of people are having, maybe they're coping and they're convincing themselves they love it. Maybe they genuinely like it. Like I said, I haven't played the game. So all I know is the reviews that I've read, your, you and Yuli's experience with it. 
Um, well, I mean, you don't I'll have catch to, it when it goes on you don't sale. Have to play a game when you've been gaming for so long. Like you don't have to necessarily play a game to to watch it, watch other people read reviews and make a pretty good like understanding, you know, viewpoint. I lost interest when this streamer, I can't remember her name. She spent the entire night, seven hours flying to Pluto only to pass through it. Like it was a cardboard cutout and she just passed through Pluto. There was, there was nothing there. Like it wasn't even meant for you to go there. Seven hours, real time for that. And that, that's when I was like, yeah, I'm not getting it. (laughs) I'm not spending that money. Um, but guys, do you have Starfield? Are you enjoying Starfield? What do you think about it? How's your experience? Good, bad? Do you think it should have been cooking in the oven a little bit longer? Or do you think it's the space masterpiece of, of all games right now? Love to hear your thoughts. If you enjoy the podcast, you can check us out on osntacmedia.com or support us on Patreon for more exclusive content. 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 <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash OSN Media and visit our merchandise shop at the osnmediashop.com Anyway, that's all we got for this episode. You guys have been amazing. Take care of yourself and each other. And we'll catch all you wonderful people in the next podcast. Later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.